You are listening to the Dragon Suplex Podcast Network, part of Chops, Kicks and Nearfalls.com. Welcome wrestling fans, welcome to Curtain Jerkin. As always, I'm your host, Jacob Grandi, reporting for WrestlingWithWrestling.com and Dragon Suplex Podcasting Network. It's been a good weekend for wrestling. Wrestling is kind of back in America as far as indies. There was an H2O show. We talked about H2O before. Deathmatch wrestling legend Matt Tremont's home promotion. So if you enjoyed that review or enjoyed what I mentioned in that review, check that out. We also uh, had a New South Pro Wrestling show in Alabama. I'm going to get to that. But holy shit, did anyone watch UFC 252? All week, um, people are telling me, you got to watch that O'Malley guy. I'm thinking Mike O'Malley from Guts. But no, I think it was a Sean O'Malley. People say Snoop Dogg likes him. Snoop Dogg likes him. I was like, what the hell is Snoop Dogg likes him? It's like, uh, but then I saw, you know, the, you know, when they hyped it up, the hype video for it, they sh- there's a video that's viral of Snoop Dogg reacting to his knockout. So he was hyped up. He has, you know, rainbow hair, tattoos all over the place, but gets in there and gets knocked out himself. I couldn't believe it. 12 and 1. Sean O'Malley, big ups to the guy who knocked him out. I don't know his name. Junior Dos Santos fought, went down. And then Cormier got poked in the eye and went down. So uh, everyone that I was uh, interested in watching all lost, which is okay. You know, I had a few beers, hung out with some buddies. Um, uh, One of my friends who lives in Arizona, I live in North Carolina, so a continent away. uh, We, like, set the phone up so he could watch with us. We had a good time. That's what UFC does, and that's what wrestling needs to do. Again, I feel like it's so separated from having your friends over to watch some wrestling. Where UFC, that's what everyone did, you know. Speaking of what I heard throughout the week, people are on the phone setting up times. They're going to hang out and watch UFC. But WWE, even maybe WrestleMania, maybe once you WrestleMania, and I think right when AEW started, people were doing that. But now they're not. And it's, uh, it's I think, something you should market and try to plan uh, to set up for people to do because once people create those memories with their friends they're coming in over every time it becomes more of an event than just the actual thing you're booking the big fight feel ufc is perfect with that and uh, even though it's not pro wrestling it's something to uh, take away as a pro wrestling fan every time you're watching ufc i love it i love it I also love New Japan Strong, the show that's happening in L.A., able to get all the American talent on. And they're doing the semifinals this week, as everybody knows. But they started out with some tag team action. Clark Connors, which I'm familiar with, teamed up with Jordan Clearwater, which I'm not familiar with. Alex Kozloff and Kelly Kelly, who were on commentary, let me know that Clearwater was trained by Carl Anderson. So that was pretty cool. Uh, he went up against two guys that I'm unfamiliar with as well, Logan Regal and Barrett Brown. Apparently, uh, Regal is a part of a tag team, <clears throat> but his brother in that tag team is injured, so now he got Barrett Brown. Um, you know, once they have the New Japan stamp of approval, I kind of, it, you know, I see them as good right away. They have to show me that they kind of suck if, if the first time I'm watching them is from New Japan. Um they say it's an Australian rules tag match. Not sure 
what that means. But, you know, I've you know heard of lucha rules. You know, of course, I'm familiar with the uh, traditional rules. I didn't notice too much of a difference here. Uh, Connors just gets in there full of piss and vinegar, pushes Barrett Brown and Logan Regal right off the bat before the bell rings. Then Connors gets in trouble. Of course, they just go after him. Uh, shoulder tackle by Connors. He fires up. Tags in Clearwater. One, two. Clearwater doesn't get the pin. Head scissors by Regal. Bear Brown off the top. One, two. Clearwater kicks out. Keeping Clearwater on their side of the ring here. Definitely impressing me as a team, these guys. Uh, but finally, Clearwater gets the tag. Or Connors gets the tag back in. Comes in. Botches a hip toss here. Big chop battle. Big boot by Clearwater. Roll up by Bear Brown. One, two, three. I'm surprised. Clark Connors isn't in the tournament, and here he is losing in the first match. I, I I saw this guy wrestle when New Japan came to North Carolina. It was the first match against Carl Fredericks, and here we see Carl Fredericks in the New Japan Cup USA. Clark Connors, someone we've seen wrestle in Japan, someone who did the North American tours, not in the New Japan Cup USA tournament, and then losing in the first round. I'm kind of a... Uh, Interested, if not frustrated, to see what or why they're doing what they're doing to Clark Connors here on New Japan Strong. Then we had a wild six-man tag. PJ Black from fucking Nexus comes out with Mysterioso, who we saw wrestle uh, Danny Limelight a few weeks ago. And he killed it, so I was interested in that. He came out with the Scott Steiner chainmail over his head. And then Blake Christian's. Uh, someone you know who we've been reviewing on this show a lot because he appears in GCW and beyond. So this team comes out right away. I'm just like, whoa! All right, everyone in this team is cool as hell for different reasons. And then all of a sudden, TJP comes out with ACH and Alex Zane, someone else we know from the GCW and beyond wrestling uh, that we've been reviewing on Kern Jerkin here and he's sponsored by Taco Bell of course ACH we saw wrestle that one weekend in New Jersey for GCW and beyond but haven't seen much out of him since um, and now he's back in New Japan no stranger to New Japan he did some of the New Japan uh, juniors uh, tournaments a few years ago obviously before going to the WWE and then all of a sudden, they just brawl right from the beginning. Zane and Black cross body at the same time. ACH and Mysterioso strike battle. It's during this match that Kevin Kelly asks Kozlov if he's going to come back. And he says he can't confirm or deny. It would definitely be cool to see him in the mix in New Japan strong against this you know, light heavyweight division here. TJP and Blake Christian kill it. Standing moonsault 1-2. TJP kicks out. TJP lands a DDT. Both men down. ACH gets tagged in. Really hard to call this action here, but it was amazing, amazing stuff is really what I'm trying to put out there. Zane at one point used ACH as a launching pad to flip off of him to catch um, PJ Black in a head scissors off the top rope. So that's pretty fucking wild. One, two, Mysterioso breaks up the pin. 
All hell breaks loose again. Side suplex from TJ on PJ. Christensen lands a knee. Christensen hits a Frostberry flop to the outside as PJ Black hits a springboard 450 for the 1 2 3. Holy hell, this was awesome. It was just like, you know, guys from WWE that we haven't seen in a long time. Uh, guys from GCW and beyond that we haven't seen. And then a few, you know, guys, you know, Mysterioso pretty much sprinkled in great division if this is the light heavyweight division that we're going to see every week our junior division that we're going to see every week on njpw strong sign me the fuck up then we had our tournament matches tama tonga versus david finley david finley i really he's probably one of the wrestlers i feel most for he was injured pretty bad for like 2017 2018 2019 he comes back he gets the tag titles with Juice Robinson. You know, big, you know, big deal right there at Wrestle Kingdom. And then all of a sudden the pandemic hits. It seems like this guy can't catch a Well, He called a big break being uh, Fit Finley's son. But then he can't catch a break like the last four years, it seems like. But he's always out there with a smile on his face. And he has gotten better uh, kind of under the radar. So hopefully that works in his favor in the near future he goes up against tama tonga of course haku's kid finley controlled the early going one two tonga kicks out momentum swings tonga's way big suplex one two finley kicks out all tonga here one two finley kicks out again tonga goes for the gun stun david slips out gets in control not once, but twice. Hits a neck breaker. One, two. Tonga kicks out. Stunner. Tornado DDT. One, two, three. David Finley wins. He's in the finals of the New Japan Cup. I couldn't fucking believe it. Uh, if I was looking at these brackets, I would say Tonga. But then, you know, you had Kenta on the other side. You had his brother on the other side. You couldn't really do uh, do much here. If you wanted to stay away from a Bullet Club on Bullet Club final. And that kind of told me who was going to win on the other side because it was Kinta versus Jeff Cobb. And before I jump into the review, spoiler alert, uh, Kinta won. And I said whoever wins that side, of that match is going to win the whole thing. And I think that's what's going to happen here. I think Kinta is going to beat David Finley. But before I talk more about that, let's jump into the match. Kinta and Jeff Cobb, I mean, this is a marquee match anywhere in the world right now kenta trying to control the pace getting tossed around ends up going to the outside comes in tries to land a few shoulder tackles then you know does the typical japanese things like why don't you hit me with a shoulder tackle sends jeff cobb into the ropes but then hits him with a drop kick like a son of a bitch that was pretty good cobb he regains control covers him one two no standing moonsault but kenta gets his knees up suplex to cobb one two he kicks out kenta stays on him huge kick one two cobb kicks out again he just continues to wear him down goes for another pin one two cobb doesn't know the word quit he fires back up kenta gets in control again counters with a power slam clothesline off the top one two cobb kicks out again big drop kick into the corner vintage kenta going up top double stomp off the top one two jeff cobb kicks out again kenta cannot beat jeff cobb 
Then big power slam by by Cobb. One, two, Kenta kicks out. Standing moonsault landed this time. Kenta kicks out again. Cobb goes up for the tour of the islands. Kenta uh, like kind of shimmies off of that and then pushes Cobb into the ref. Ref takes a bump. Kenta goes for the low blow. Originally, Cobb stops it, throws him down, hits a big gut wrench bridging suplex. No one home. Turns around. Kicks him in the dick again. Rolls him up. One, two, three. Kenta advances. So it's David Finley versus Kenta in the finals of the New Japan Cup USA tournament. Solid little tournament. Solid little semifinals. But let's jump to the reason I'm kind of doing this. I try to keep up with the indie shows that are coming back after COVID. And like we've been talking about, there's a lot of shows in New Jersey. And then this weekend, it kind of went to St. Louis and Illinois. And then I saw New South Pro Wrestling had a show, an indie promotion that I haven't reviewed yet on this show. I reviewed H2O, Game Changer, Beyond, and ICW No Holds Barred, of course, last episode. But then I'm on IWTV. I'm looking for something to watch, and I see New South. I'm like, okay, let's just see. You know, I see the thumbnail. I'm like, let's just see what it is. I click on it. And then a really awesome video package plays. I mean, it showcases, you know, Leon Ruff came from there. Austin Theory came from there. Pineapple Pete came from there and was apparently the champion. And this title belt is worth paying the $10 a month for IWTV alone. This thing is ridiculous. You've heard 10 pounds of gold. This thing must be like a 45, 50 pounds of gold. It, uh... It towers over anyone who holds it. It is the title. It's something that you'd want to win. Like it's uh, when you see it originally, you laugh at it. It's kind of like a little yachty song. You first hear a little yachty song, you're like, "This is awful." But something intrigues you to want to play it one more time. And you play it again, and it's the funniest thing you ever heard. By the third or fourth listen, it's your favorite fucking song of the month. And I think that's what it was with this title. It's like you you see it once. And it's you don't like it because it's so big, and then you kind of laugh that it's so big. But like seeing the wrestlers, you know, hold it with pride, lift it up, just like they would do, I guess, the standard size titles. And you're like, holy shit, this is awesome! And that title, you know, it's something you can imagine people fighting over. So I think New South, with their video production and the marketing behind the title. Um, kind of sold me on this whole show. And they know what they're doing here because, of course, we at Curtain Jerkin focus on the first match. We review the first match of every indie show um, that we review here and all the shows coming, you know, from New Japan Pro Wrestling. We really focus on that first match. And the first match here was a last man standing match. Steven Michaels versus Adam Priest. Um, they start things off in the back with uh, Stephen Michaels getting Adam Priest drunk and getting him to admit to a match and slapping the shit out of him. So there's some heat there. You don't have to see that, but apparently it's been boiling for months. Adam Priest jumps him before the bell, and uh, I don't blame him there. Holy shit. Big brawl on the floor. Everyone's going nuts. Um... This is some pretty good stuff here. Michael suplex Priest onto 
the apron here no brings in a bunch of chairs uh this is inside I'm, i gotta say uh people were wearing masks i noticed so inside but wearing masks so we're kind of progressing there before it was super spread out um you know outside so now we're going into like kind of these inside environments i guess uh with the icw barn show and now this show but this was not any barn show i mean it looked really good there's a big titantron screen people you know came out to graphics they came down a ramp the crowd knew who all these people were this was a, a, a good little southern wrestling show our big southern wrestling show but Priest does bring in all the chairs, or some more chairs, stacks them all up, chops the hell out of them, and then does the ten punches. Then Stevens slams Priest into the chairs that he stacked up. Holy shit, this was crazy. They're chanting holy shit. The announcers are mentioning this is a family show. The atmosphere is there. Michael stays on him. Priest reverses Michael's into a bunch of chairs, chair after chair, chair after chair. I think he's dead. Adam Priest standing tall in the last man standing match. Yeah, overall a real fun show. And uh, they had guys on the show like Leo and Sam. Like that's were fully their names. And I, at first, just kind of like the title, I was like, why just Leo? Why just Sam? But then I realized it's kind of they developed the character because we had like Sam I Am and then we had Cabana Man Dan. So I'm thinking like... They start out with just one name, one, you know, first name basis kind of. And then you learn their character over time, which I think is a great, if that's how it is, that's a great way to do it. All Beef Tyler Franks was someone who stood out to me. Chris Crunk went up against Donnie Janella, And this guy comes out kind of dressing like Joey Janella, has the last name Janella, And I'm like, what the fuck? And then apparently it's Joey Janella's cousin getting into wrestling and uh, taking part in a Buried Alive match. Uh, they wrestle out into the parking lot off of a truck. Uh, they do a spot where uh, he puts a ladder in the bed of a truck and tries to jump on Chris Crunk, who's laying on just a wooden board. But as Chris Crunk moves, I guess his sweaty body sticks to the wood, moves it out the way, and Don Janela just kind of pretty much eats shit right into the ground and continues on and buries Chris Crunk alive. And I'm thinking when you're watching this, he's like, you know, obviously not going to full on bury this man, but he does put a shit ton of dirt on this guy. That would be fucking annoying. Uh, shower for probably days on end, getting all that dirt out of your hair. Chris Crunk got buried alive. He stood out to me a little goofy, but I think he's doing it to get heat. I enjoyed the gimmick where someone uh, scuffed someone, Jay's. That was pretty good. And then the main event, Big Fight Field, Derek, Neil, and Cabana Man Dan. That's when I saw this title, and that's when I was like, okay, this is the show here. They mentioned that Sugar Dunkerton and now Pineapple Pete from AEW ha held this title before. And uh, now Cabana Man Dan has it. Cabana Man Dan can't get his hookah shell necklace off, so he rips the hookah shell necklace off. Kind of like Hulk Hogan ripping his t-shirt off in the 80s. Cabana Man Dan doesn't need the hookah shell necklace anymore. No one else needed it after 2003, but Cabana Man Dan didn't need it right then and there during the main event. Big fight feel. The crowd kind of wore out, I would say, after a two and a half hour show, but like when this match was building and it did build really well um 
they they were there for it. Ref bump, new champ, Derek fucking Neal. This dude's a big guy. I, I, and then as soon as he put the title on, he was a tiny, tiny man. This title is huge. It's worth checking out to, for this title, just like I did. And now I'm going to watch another show because this thing is gigantic. They're doing a great job putting some of these characters over. And, uh, you know, Donnie Janella, pretty, pretty funny at first, but then you find out it's Joey Janela's cousin. Giant title, pretty funny at first, but then you kind of get used to seeing it, and it makes it prestigious. And the video production is pretty good. They're definitely putting a lot into this show. Alabama has pro wrestling again, thanks to New South. That's why I did this little mini show for you guys. Check out my other show i'm on spotify now thanks to dragon suplex i'm on youtube as always thanks to wrestling with wrestling fly high i'm out